Welcome to the Louisiana Sugarcane News Podcast, brought to you by the American Sugarcane League. I'm your host, Sam Irwin. Today we'll listen to Herman Wackesback, League Director of Research, give his crop report. Sugarcane, sweet sugarcane, the sweetness of our southern trees. Sugarcane, sweet sugarcane, Here's Herman. Um series of meetings. Uh, uh, Jim and I have been um, going, we've talked to a lot of our partners, in particular LSU, USDA. Um, Charlie talked about the Audubon meeting and Dr. Jillian Eggleston um, providing good leadership. And I bring that up because she comes from SORC, the Southern, Southern Regional Research Center in New Orleans. And um, a lot of us, we really knew Dr. Eggleston more, but there were other, that's four other researchers there that were also doing work. So Jim and I uh, made contact with the uh, station director there um, and, and the researchers and sat down with them and talked about the research needs of the industry and how they will continue to move forward because Dr. Eggleston was actually the lead scientist there. It's a pretty big CRISP project, um, commodity, commodity utilization project, and uh, how to use sugar, how to use different byproducts from sugar in uh, our process. So I think, um, I think the researchers were glad to, to hear from us, and we were good, it's good to sit down with them, communicate our needs, and so uh, to be able to keep, keep that CRISP project moving in our favor and getting good work done from that from that group. So that's what the uh, Southern Research Regional Research Center is doing. And I think uh, you know the uh, dedicated research committee we're going to we're going to get more projects coming in from them also so that you know we can continue that at ongoing uh, partnership. Um, the other meetings we uh, we've been involved in uh, IR4. I don't know how many of you are familiar with the IR4 program, but it's a, uh, it's a USDA program that allows minor use and, and uh, specialty crops to get uh, crop protection chemicals registered because we don't necessarily have a lot of um, acreage um, for, to attract a lot of these uh, companies. And a lot of its uh, products that uh, they may be used in, in, other, um, in other commodities and we just don't have the, uh, the amount of acres to attract those big companies to uh, register their products. Well, Dr. Al Ogeron uh, started working on the divine nightshade problem. A lot of us know that this divine nightshade is very invasive. Did some work on it, showed that they, it causes a big problem, up to 90, uh, uh, 47% uh, yield decrease in some places. So. Um, started screening products and found out that triclopyr, which is, we might know as garlon, uh, used on uh, ditch banks and whatnot, uh, has good control 
of this Devon nightshade and doesn't injure cane. Uh, Dr. Jim Griffin had looked at this chemical some years ago, but uh, didn't, uh, didn't feel like it was the right timing on it. Um, Helena makes the product, they reformulate it, it's called Tricera. And we uh, put an application to, uh, to do the uh, residue work on it through the IR4 program. Uh, Dr. Ken Gravois, Al Ogeron, and um, uh, Ken, Michael Kenty with, with, with Helena and I attended a series of meetings. We had one in Raleigh and another one in St. Louis. And uh, they got, as you can imagine, all the specialty crops in the, in the country um, from um, just small, small crops that you wouldn't even think need uh, registration of chemicals. 200 somewhat projects were, were put up and they only had enough money to uh, fund 46. And um, we got, we were one of the 46. Uh, so we uh, received uh, priority um, um, funding from, from the IL-4 program to move forward with this Tricera. We're working on Section 18 right now and now we're going to be able to work towards a full label of that uh, chemical to be able to use. And uh, thanks to the work of Al, who did the f initial screening, uh, next time you see Al Logeron, tell him thank you, and, and Ken Gravois as well. So um, I felt real good about that. We were kind of concerned about uh, us being uh, first time getting up there, but uh, they were very receptive uh, and uh, they re understood our needs. So we're going to be able to move forward with that with that product. So, yeah, they also uh, they also found out um, that uh, I was representing a commodity, and they have what's called a commodity liaison committee, and um, so um, what this does is helps to um, to lobby Congress for IOR for funding because it's a USDA program and it's it's hit with a lot of the problems that other USDA programs are hit with. So I'll be helping out with that Commodity Liaison Committee also, hopefully. So we'll have a voice there also for future uh, needs. So uh, looking forward to that also. So um, next thing on the list is the crop report. Um, uh, we got, got a big crop out there. We got uh, 20,000 more acres, uh, supposed, well, that was reported. Uh, 461,000 acres reported total. Uh, by the time we take out seed cane, we're looking at probably somewhere, we're not sure exactly, but somewhere around 425, 426,000. Last year we were 406. Um, so another 20,000 acres of cane out there to, uh, to harvest. Um, we all know the challenges we're, we're faced with right now with the wet weather. Um, you know, but uh, some people were really dry and they wanted to, so they needed moisture and it, a lot of growers I've talked to said since they've gotten the rain, that crop really uh, took off and uh, they were not feeling as good about that crop before the rain as they are now. So tonnage, um, I think will be up, but we still need to plant uh, 25 to 30% of our acreage. Uh, we ex it may not be that, it may be 20 to 25, I don't know, but it's kind of hard. All the just about all the southern acreage uh, still has acres to plant, and uh, now that we're starting the harvest season, I have to tell you some of the problems we're going to have to deal with. Uh, but um, 
we're going to have a, probably a lot of mechanically planted cane here on out, and um, we just got to deal with it. Um, it's also affected us in our work uh, with the varieties. Uh, we still have uh, five of 12 left, uh, tests left to plant. We still have some primary station work to do, secondary station work to do uh, for the new varieties going forward. I think most of the 183 has been distributed, but probably still some of you, you probably didn't get yours yet. Um, so we still got some acres of that left to distribute as well. But anyway, we're going to move forward and uh, do the best we can, um, you know, with, with the 425,000 acres uh, to harvest. Uh, we can, this could probably be in for a big harvest and um, good luck with it and um, hopefully we'll be able to move forward with, with that. The Louisiana Sugarcane News Podcast is brought to you by the American Sugarcane League. I'm your host, Sam Irwin. Thank you for listening. Sugarcane, sweet sugarcane. Sweetness of our southern trees. Sugarcane, sweet sugarcane. Fireflies in the jasmine scented breeze. There's a little shade beneath this tree. Shields me from relentless heat. An afternoon shower, possibly. But then the temperatures increase. The men are working in the fields. And trucks are loaded with that amazing tree. Shoot cane, sweet sugar cane. The sweetness of our sun.